Talking Property with Mark Polisco. And as usual, it's a Wednesday and uh, like last Wednesday, the sun's shining and uh, Mark, what a great day uh, outside today. Yeah, it's certainly looking good. Springs, um, seems Springs going to be showing off a lot of properties. Beautiful today. Yeah, there has been, um, you know, a lot of uh, confidence in the residential and the clearance rate. It seems like uh, property uh, is uh, blossoming with the uh, spring. It, it does seem to be. For some for some sites, there's still some properties that are, are not doing so well. So I think there's some there's some there's some big sales that are that are making it out that it's a, a bit better, but it's um but it's certainly better than it was a year ago or two years ago. So it's good. And um, what has been some big news though is uh, two restaurateurs are selling their homes. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, in, uh, that's right. We've had in uh, in Richmond. This is one that I'm I'm following up today. So Jacques Ramon, the a restaurateur, he he owned this um the beautiful historic. It was built in the 1880s as as a mansion, but he turned it into a restaurant, an eponymous restaurant, and he owned it for 23 years. Uh, occupied it for 23 years. Sorry, and uh, he closed it in 2014, and it was refurbished and tenanted to Woodland House, uh, which is now vacated. So Collie has sold uh, that property or listed that property in September with vacant possession. It was expected to sell for more than $4 million. I'm trying to find out uh, who's bought it and what the future is because it could be the end of an era if it's not a restaurant anymore because the property was also being marketed to um, prestige home buyers. It has the potential to be renovated back into a prestige home. It's identical, actually, to the house next door, which is which is different. And um, that, that house next door sold for a few million dollars a few years ago. So it would certainly be restored back to a residential home. Also near High Street, so um, can be turned into an office or it's got a big car park at the back that has some development potential. So that, that was an interesting property. So Jacques Ramon's listed that and, and sold that. My colleagues, that's coming up sold. And a little bit closer to town, Elizabeth Chong, uh, one of the first TV chefs I remember. She used to be on the Burt Newton show all the time and did a lot of radio with um, Neil Mitchell and Bruce and Phil. Uh, she had a townhouse in Richmond that she bought uh, 22 years ago for 320000 and then it sold on the weekend for $1.5 So... It's in a little laneway off um, Abinger Street, you know, a really nice part of Richmond, just near Bridge Road and Church Street. And one of Richmond's most distinctive buildings is a couple of doors away, a former grain silo um, that's been converted into a, a six-storey apartment complex. So um, Elizabeth Chong's now 88 years old, so double-storey townhouse might uh, might have been a bit tricky to, to, to navigate around. So she's moving to a single-storey place. But, yeah, $1.5 million she achieved for that. Abinger Street, that's one of those really long streets that you can nick down to get to other of the one-way streets. So um, I wonder what her kitchen was like. It wasn't as modern as what I thought. It was, I mean, being built 22 years ago, the townhouse was a little bit bigger than what they are now. It had a separate dining and lounge um, and the kitchen was okay. But uh, yeah, I, 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 that's the first thing I went and looked for as well. And uh, we're sticking to the names today. Um, Ralph Carr. He's selling his mansion in Hawthorne, St James Park Estate. Now, of course, Ralph, uh, while he's been around for a while, he's obviously, of course, associated with uh, Dusty Martin. Yeah, that's right. Well, he's, yeah, that's right. He's associated with a few. So he's um, he'd be pretty happy this week. His house in Ritten Hawthorne's been on the market since uh, since April, and uh, it's finally moved. So it's uh, 26 Shakespeare Grove. It is in the St James uh, St James Park Estate, a beautiful part of Hawthorne, just near the Arrow River. Um, Mr. Carr paid $7.55 million for it in 2013 and then spent, I've heard, spent millions on a, on a beautiful renovation. Um, so Abercrombie's had this listing. It was never advertised with a, a guide price. It was last quoted at about $11 million. My understanding is that it sold for a little bit less than that. Um, it's on a 1,300 square metre block. So it's got big front and back garden, but it's not big enough for a tennis court. It was 
It was once owned by uh, Richmond Football Club president Clinton Casey, who sold it to move two doors away to Avon Court, which was all he also sold. So coincidentally, Avon Court's on the market. That's the most expensive home for public sale in Melbourne at the moment, asking $40 million. So, yeah, Ralph, Ralph Carr's been in a couple of real estate sort of stories this week because, uh, funnily enough, you mentioned Dustin Martin. In commercial circles, he and Dustin Martin own a few properties, including one in Abbotsford that they bought in February and just renovated. And it was only put on the market a couple of weeks ago, for a couple of months ago, for a lease. And that's now been leased by Paul Jones. So um, Dustin Martin, when he retires from the sport, he'll be um, on his way to having a commercial property portfolio care of Ralph Carr. So, yeah, there's some interesting happenings. Yeah, I read also that uh, there might be a divorce between uh, Mr. and Mrs. Carr. That could have had an effect on, um, you know, the sale of the property. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard that the uh, the Hawthorne property was linked to a, a property settlement regarding a, a separation. So um, uh, over six months, it, it, the the method of sales changed a few times. It's gone from expressions of interest to, to forth, forth, forthcoming auctions. Um, but yeah, no, so I think that that's what it's linked to as well. So I think they'll be happy to finally move that and to move on. Mark, you know, how can we have another chat without mentioning another record price in the Mornington Peninsula? What's happening down there? Yeah, that's right. Well, Rob Curtin's getting busy is what's happening down there from Sotheby's. So, yeah, this is actually a former Kane Burton director, Jason Skillio. So he's listed a, a property in Flinders um, on the Mornington Peninsula, which could break the $17 million record that was only set a few years ago. So Jason's house, it's a beautiful property at 160 Musk Creek Roads, 20.2 hectares. It's unusual in that it's one of five properties that shares control of a 55-hectare native bush block. So it has a beautiful five-bedroom house with rural and bay views. It looks over to Phillip Island. And it's just beautifully fit out and there's a dam and garden irrigation and stockyards, two barns. Anybody who comes in can keep horses there. Um, but, yeah, it should be one of the biggest deals on the Mornington Peninsula this summer if it breaks $17 million. Well, so what property does hold the current record at the moment down there? Um, yeah, well, that's actually an interesting story. The record was set just uh, two years ago when the good guy's boss, Andrew Muir, he bought uh, a 29.5 hectare property known as Miramar from Daniel and Danielle Beeson, who were also separating. Um, and the Beeson property at Miramar was near new. It was stunning. But uh, Andrew Muir... Uh, is undertaking a major renovation. I was in shock when I drove past and saw that there was boards at the front advertising that there'd be all this building work going on. It's it's a relatively new house. I thought it would have been cheaper just to buy a block of land and build from scratch, but um, that's not how the other half lives. So that, he paid, uh, Andrew Mueller paid um, 17 million for Miramar. So if, if the rumour is correct that he's spending more than 5 million on a renovation, then that property owes him 23 million. But, uh, yeah, Flinders is certainly having some monumental sales over the last couple of years. Mm, the lives of the rich and famous. <laughs> Sticking to the Mornington Peninsula and another stellar sites on the market. Now, this one's a former caravan site. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This is the, the former Car- uh, Carrington Caravan Park at 110 Elizabeth Drive. So it closed a few years ago. Two point, it's a 2.5 hectare block and it was listed for sale in mid-2016. Stella agreed to buy it, but they haven't settled. So the vendor has now relisted the property using the same agency, which is Saddles. It's expected to sell for about $7.5 million this time around. It's a townhouse development site, I think. Um, but the agents are also targeting aged care providers. Could be unusual. An owner-occupier, like someone who operates a motel or a caravan park, might consider it. But the land's pretty central there, so I think that it'll probably go towards the developer. So we spoke, you and I spoke last week about a, another farm that uh, Rosebud, uh, that uh, Stella was affiliated to in Rosebud, 22.3 hectares. That sold for $4.65 million after Stella paid $7 million for it a couple of years ago. So between these two Rosebud blocks, I think that there'll be um, some pretty big developments happening in, uh, in, in the suburb in a couple of years' time. Stella. We can't seem to go past a podcast without talking about Stella. What an incredible portfolio they had. 
Yeah, that's right. I think you and I probably need to start putting away a couple of minutes per podcast to talk about the sell down of that portfolio because uh, McGrath Nickel is a receiver and they've just put um, or they're putting seven stellar sites on the on the market before the end of the year. And another one um, in Richmond has just been for sale this week by Collier's 236 Coffin Street and 314 to 320 Swan Street. It's an L-shaped block, 2037 square metres. It's got a permit for a seven storey building, a mixed use office and residential building. I don't know if any incoming owner can try something a bit taller than that. A developer called Riverlee's got a permit for 13 levels on a much smaller block down the street, um, 484 Swan Street, and the Brady Group's building an 11-storey hotel in Ridge, in Bridge Road. Um, so the stellar site abuts the Swan Street KFC. So the owner of the, the KFC should probably look at that site because they'll be able to create a much larger, more flexible block if they were amalgamated. But it's a good development opportunity as it is. Collie's expecting more than $16 million for that. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. His sellers has kept us all very, very busy this year. And um, Mark, uh, what have you got planned for the rest of the week? Are you going to the races? No, I'm not going to the races. No, I think I'll just be catching up. There's a fair bit happening. It's a classic Melbourne Spring in terms of, of, of deals closing. So I've just got a, a, an intray that just seems to be going up every every hour in terms of deals to follow up. So I'll hopefully get a few of those out of the way. But yeah, that'd be pretty, pretty boring, I'd say. How about you? Oh, look, I never say never now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my hat ready.